talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on HR 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up, I've had enough. We're gonna play the game tonight, but I want every person here, every person listening to this to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister, brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? Welcome in to Night Moves, it's Michael here. You're listening on the, an extraordinary night, a consequential night. I don't talk about the days of the week on the podcast, but you're actually listening to all the show and this specific episode on one of your favorite channels. And we're in the morning after. The 25th of of May, and another massacre went down in the state of Texas. As of right now, it is 19 children deceased massacred um, from an 18 year old by an 18 year old and that does not include administration that were involved in what went down yesterday now I'm, I'm contemplating this show how to find your peace in the middle of chaos and contemplating the show, especially this this episode, because during our day, which was all day Tuesday, we were handling a lot of business uh, with a new show, which is really kind of cool, which you'll be able to catch on all your favorite podcast channels, by the way, but we never caught wind because of the work involved that I'm, in, I'm into with the responsibilities with family, schooling, our business, uh, the church, and ministry. 
and we had a couple meetings this evening that brought us into the awareness that there was a shooting in Texas. Now here in America, we we have become familiar with shootings or accustomed to shootings. But it takes on a whole other nature when it, it, it involves children and an 18 year old goes into an elementary school. So we were in our last meeting of the night um, and caught wind of a shooting. And I was like, what do you mean there was a shooting? And uh, we got a little bit of the information, a little bit startled. And I was waiting for my assistant to text me because normally she'll text me because uh, she has her eyes and ears um, on the news. And as a, a person who is upon the wall, she watches. And so putting the show together, you heard the coach of the Golden State Warriors, Steve Kerr, give a passionate pre-game interview before uh, their basketball game earlier Tuesday night. Um, and this, again, we were talking about shootings in America. It polarizes everything on the news and especially when it has to do with children. And so we are learning as we as we continue to learn about the children involved and the ongoing investigation and then here in, in this country it's always the debate about the gun culture and, and the gun lobbyists and the gun laws. And I don't think that we truly understand what is going on. So, we're a little bit in on the show here, and I'm going to be helping you to find peace in the middle of chaos. You know, I did the radio show earlier today, and it's like you sense grieving in this nation, the nation upon a hill upon a mountaintop because everyone looks at America that is positioned upon a mountain with wealth, um, resources, and everything else that a free country could imagine the rest of the nations seemingly We'll keep an eye upon America that is upon this mountaintop. Now, I know China is working to become another superpower. You have Russia doing dastardly things, working to become another superpower. So all of these other countries and nations are, are jockeying to become the next one on the mountaintop. So here, as I was talking about earlier on the show, the radio show, there is... The birth pains that many are not paying attention to. And these are the birth pains of creation, the birth pains of nation, the birth pains of wickedness. And yes, you're watching this because this is has everything directly to do with the kingdom of God. And you know, this is, I bring you these episodes and it is based upon the kingdom of God. And we, we slide into culture and society 
um, but the foundation and basis of each of the episodes is to help you experience, encounter, engage, and execute your identity. However, our Heavenly Father and Christ Jesus has called you into his kingdom, right? And so I work a little bit differently on the podcast to help you truly understand who you are in the measure of the faith that he has given you. So we we bring to you the deeper, deeper stuff and, and practical matters, how to exercise your faith and mature as a son and daughter, because we all come into this as a child. And then we are, the expectations and the responsibilities for all of us are to mature into sonship. And that's developing and having a, a, a greater spiritual relationship with our Heavenly Father. So this episode, I'm going to help you find peace in the middle of chaos. So we started out with um, Coach Kerr. Um, not for me to get on any type of political junket, because I'm not going to talk about politics because I really don't care about politics. I'm born in the kingdom, sold out to the kingdom, my allegiance is to the kingdom, and Father has given me um, an assignment, a command, and instruction to serve only his kingdom. So I, I can, as, a, as a, a person, an apostle who has his eyes and ears on the gate, as a, a watch person, I pay attention to what is going on in all as many nations I'm able to. So tonight, in this moment, in this morning, as you're listening to this episode, how to find your peace in the middle of the storm is where I'm going to dive into. Part one of a couple series I'm going to be talking to because it looks like we may need this. And we may need this collectively because the Spirit is grieved, the Holy Spirit is grieved, and a nation is grieving. And not just this nation, but nations all over this one world that we share are grieving are going through some situations, some, some circumstances, and some crisis. But how do you navigate life when you're dealing with chaos? And chaos is equated to a crisis. It happens maybe out of the sudden, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Um, you can never predict chaos to the degree that is going to erupt upon you. Now, you can sense it, um, you can discern it, but the prediction of when it's going to happen, you know, we have an, an enemy who is lawless and he is still ruling lawlessly on earth. And people of light, I want you to hear this, people of light, your confession, your witness, your testimony is that you rock with Jesus you are saved and born again. You are people of light. And light dispels darkness. But here in a, a nation upon a mountain, and we're watching grieving of the Holy Spirit. We're watching a nation become spoiled. Like milk that is spoiled. That type of spoiled. At the same time, spoiled as a, a, a child with the expectancy that they are to have their desires because they live in a democracy, a republic in a democracy. So living here and being able to travel 
and have the different fellowships and relationships in as many nations as many of you as well um, I, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm here when I'm, um, I'm focused back here in the Midwest and you just see regions upon regions diminishing and violence increasing and lawlessness increasing and wickedness increasing and corruption and there's corruption and oppression and suppression happening all over the world I recognize this but on this mountain that, that many countries and I'm talking many countries keep an eye and ear to this American mountain and now this American mountain is like the volcanoes erupting and it, the pressure from underneath is billowing and it's been it's been billowing and the pressure has been coming more intensified for over the last decade and and we transitioned into 2019 it began to build and it began to build up and again I'm sold out in the kingdom my allegiance is only to Heavenly Father um, I don't deal and play around with uh, politics or anything like that or political ideology um, when we switched and got the, the next president president trump that came in it's like the cauldron was opened up and overseas you you have the many corrupt governments um being exposed but at the same exposure they have begun to super suppress and oppress many of its nations and citizens and so this this specific mountain that is now spewing lava and volcanic ash and people are running down the mountain and people are losing whatever they're losing maybe sense of reality but there is still a lawless illegal ruler on this earth and I was watching one of the news breaks regarding uh, one of the legislators here in our country and he literally said we don't have any answers for this no you do you do people of light you're supposed to have the answers see the world is crying out they're crying out for all the answers and they're they're testing this hypothesis they're testing this DC they're testing this research they're testing the science of matters but the children of God Every one of you, sons and daughters, saved and born again, are supposed to connect to the answer and bring forth the answer to all of the world's illnesses, weaknesses, cries. But there's this fork in the road. It's like recently all of these situations and circumstances and crisis have been increasing and the frequency has been building and the building and everyone's looking at this mountain called America and when you actually talk to folks they'll give you what they have been what America projects and what they're perceiving by based upon what they're seeing trust me we have many ministers outside of our ministry and church is around the world asking us for money because they know that America's rich 
they understand that there's provision resources and they understand that the nation is blessed but they don't understand that the nation is spoiled and becoming spoiled milk and losing its way and so now we're gripped in and steeped in the chaos and we just came through judgments upon judgments and now we're in a financial judgment and then we're still seeing crime increase and it's not even a question about where are the people of God because we know the people of God are situated are positioned and placed but light needs to begin to dispel darkness that's a scientific theory that light when you turn light on in a dark environment darkness disappears the evidence is that the light spreads and shines and illuminates and darkness disappears so everything is illuminated when you turn lights on and so I think about chaos and I, I'll use this analogy because we're gonna, I'm going to do a couple series on this and it was like I said it was really kind of challenging for me to put forth this episode it's been a little bit you know the radio we do the radio show but you know I want to make sure that um, I connect you in such a way that you're being fed you're growing you're being you're asking better questions and you're maturing in your state of mind and your mindset and also in your faith you know that is the purpose of of what I do here and so serving you the best that I know how to help you find peace in the middle of your chaos, I'm going to share with you, just in the limited time I have with you, share with you to at least give you enough to create a thirst and a hunger and a desire and a, uh, enough food for you to be in a pursuit for yourself. How to find peace in the middle of chaos. Now, life will stretch every one of us out. And it's in that stretch where we're supposed to be stronger. I think of the rubber band being stretched. And it's more taut when it's stretched, right? And when life presents us with stress, connected to situations, circumstances, and or crisis, what commonly appears across the board is the fight or flight syndrome. Some people, when they are stretched, cannot sustain being stretched through life. Maybe the situations are, are getting the better of them. Maybe their circumstances or a crisis has jumped upon them and they don't know how to deal, navigate, or manage through the situation, circumstances, and or crisis. So when people are stretched, not all, but when people are stretched, they determine that's their weakest point. But I want to determine this. This is your, your moment of strength. Again, saved and born again has everything to do with who are you plugged into 
And when you understand who you're plugged into, his functionality, his purpose, and his responsibility, you have an advantage, but maybe you don't realize your advantage. And so this volcano is spewing lava and volcanic ash, and people are coming down the mountainside, crying, screaming, asking questions, why is this happening? Maybe they're in panic mode. But what happens when you plug into who the Heavenly Father has possessed your heart with? When you plug into who possesses your heart? And how to find your peace as I break this down over the next couple of episodes? has everything to do with where, you, where, where were you the, the last time you had your peace? What was going on around you when, when you last had your peace? And so now chaos is surrounding you in your peripheral, in your eye gates, in your ear gates. And see, your eye gates need to be fine-tuned. Your, your ear gates need to be fine-tuned. What frequency are you listening to and what frequency are you listening for? What frequency are you listening to in the world? And what frequency are you listening for in the Holy Spirit? Let me break this down. I'm going to be sharing with you out of Logos Bible software. And if you're a student of the Bible and you're new to Logos, I want you to message me and get this link because you can get a discount on Logos 9. It's a really awesome program. You're going to need space on your computer, by the way. I've been using Logos, Logos software for over 11 years. When I do, go to study, this is my go-to. I teach out of a couple Bibles, but when I go to study to, to learn about history, to learn about the kingdom, learn about the different fathers, and I, 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 I'll go here. And you will not be let down when you get your hands on Logos Bible software. So use the link. Send me a message. We'll get your link as well. And take advantage of Logos software right here on this show. John 16. Remember I'm talking about how you can find peace in the middle of chaos. And chaos is positioned to create anarchy, right? And not so much just anarchy, but let me bring this up here. It is like anarchy, but it's utter, complete, and total disorder and confusion. And when you have disorder and confusion, you have anarchy. You have open doors for the ruler of this earth, the lawless one, to come in and manipulate the state of mind and the mindset and to use spiritual tricks and deceit to spin those who aren't strong enough in the faith and so coming down the mountain when this this mountain is on fire or or I should say this mountain is billowing people are beginning to freak out but again where are the people of faith 
And so you're plugged in to who? And some of you are plugged into the wrong source and not the Holy Spirit. And see, the source is not the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit's not the source. John 16 and verse 12, I want to share this with you and I'm going to help you out with some more intel so that you can equip yourself with the resources that's going to help you keep your peace, be in peace, and live in peace. Jesus is speaking to his disciples in one of the most intimate books of the Gospels. Verse 12, he says, I still have many things to say to you, but you are not able to bear them now. But when he, the spirit of truth, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak from his, himself, but whenever he hears, he will speak. He will proclaim to you the things to come. So being in touch, connected, and learning how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit is going to actually impact your life. And this is your advantage. You have an advantage. And so when chaos is surrounding you and you're in this state of mind and maybe you're borderline out of control, borderline in fear, borderline with anxiety, where's your peace? And where was the last place you had your peace? See, Jesus was in the bottom of the boat. And he is peace. Peace is a person. Peace is Christ Jesus. Yeshua HaMashiach. The disciples are at the top of the boat. And the testimonies of scripture and the gospels testify that there was heavy wind and heavy heavy rain. And the men became fearful for their lives. They just knew they were going to die. And Jesus is sleeping at the bottom of the boat. Now, he is sleeping, resting on a pillow, as it states. And so, a few of them go down to wake him and say, Rabbi, don't you care that we're, we're about to perish here? In so many words. So they went to find peace because before the storm came, they had their peace. Now, they had their peace because... It's a dual understanding. Jesus is peace, walking with him naturally, and spiritually he is peace. So before the storm, they're walking with Jesus, yes? And they're on the other side of the sea, and they have to get to the other side. So Jesus says, let's jump, get in the boat, and let's go to the other side, because they wanted to get a break and rest. So they're with peace. Peace goes down to the bed to rest, they're up top navigating the travel across the sea and then the storms come now I've been in a couple hurricanes Hurricane Rita, Hurricane Wilma, Hurricane Katrina and the gale force winds when you have the outer bands come and when you're inland you have tornadic weather from the outer bands and then the rain that comes in a myriad of directions and everything that comes with the rain. But it's the gale force winds that signal that something is looming out in the distance. Yes, you have your radars and the news is telling you what to look for, what, where to go, what to do. See, I worked down there with the Red Cross as a disaster assessment technician on the DAT team. And so when you're in the middle of the storm, you have the outer bands that come after 
come and they, they, they you hear them uh, you feel them and you, then you get to experience them and you, you know you'll find places for cover because they do come at heavy gales I'm talking over 100 miles an hour category 4 category 5 cat 4 cat 5 right and likened to this those men those disciples of Christ were at the top of the boat and so the heavy winds are coming and the waters flooding the top of the boat and fear hits them peace goes down to the boat and fear hits them and grips them so they make their way to the bottom of the boat they find their peace but they don't possess their peace because they displaced their peace when they got on the boat meaning they may have taken it taken it for granted and at the same time what I'm seeing and learning and listening for especially in this episode many have displaced their peace many have put their peace down and are paying more attention to world systems world cultures and world belief patterns and their focus is no longer on Yeshua. Their focus is no longer on Yeshua, and they're not even connected to the Holy Spirit. So where's your peace? Where's the last place you had your peace? And I would say go to that place and get your peace, or ask the Holy Spirit to help you in getting your peace. Verse 13 and verse 14, Jesus is explaining purpose function of the Holy Spirit. So you need to understand who you're connected to and the importance of your connection. And in the middle of chaos, he's your best avenue. In the middle of situations, in the middle of circumstances, in the middle of the crisis, which leads into chaos, people of peace can deal, manage, and navigate through the stressors, the stretches of life, because they're connected to the Holy Spirit and cooperating with the Holy Spirit. And they understand that He has function and purpose. And not that they understand, but He leads you into all truth. In the middle of chaos, the Holy Spirit leads you into all truth. Put that in first person. He leads me into all truth. The Holy Spirit will not speak for himself in his own authority, but whatever he hears from the throne of grace, he will speak. And he will proclaim this word, also proclaim as this word, it's really kind of cool. Angelo. Angel, right? So this anangelo, anangelo, this word anangelo is derivative of angel. The base word is an, an angel, an angel. So he will proclaim to you the things to come, send to you, preach to you the things to come, announce, report. Angels come to render service to the heirs of salvation. They come to serve. And the Holy Spirit will announce or report to you your future. This is why we all prophesy, right? So understanding when chaos is gripping, and the mountain is billowing smoke and ash. That's not the time to begin to be gripped with fear. See, that's the time where you get your peace. And you get firmly connected to the Holy Spirit. And ask questions. Okay, what are we doing? 
Where are we going? How are you leading me? What do I need to do in order to be in alignment with you so I can get to my next destination? Because remember, he's leading you to all truth. So truth is a destination as well. And in chaos, the middle of the storm is always peaceful. In a hurricane or a, torn or a tornadic event, the middle of the tornado is the calm. And Father is always present. But when you have displaced your peace, your, 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 your sight is off, your hearing's off, uh, you're, you're, you're in this helter-skelter type living, and everything, you're not using wisdom and discernment. And so your spiritual mechanics are off. The bearing of the nine fruit of the Holy Spirit, the attributes of the Holy Spirit, um, your joy that you're supposed to have full because you have joy and Christ Jesus gives you his joy. So all your spiritual mechanics, your, your trust, your love, your belief, your faith, all of that is out of order. Your our spiritual armament is out of order. And so everything is being affected. Chaos is, is, is around you and you're unplugged from the Holy Spirit and you don't have peace and chaos is gripping you. So my question is, for those of you who are on this side and you're in peace and you are calm in the storm because you're plugged in and you're cooperating and you're with the Holy Spirit and you're in spiritual obedience and you're, you're growing in righteousness and you're surrendering and submitting to the pleasure, the instruction, and the rule, the protocols, statutes, and ordinances of our Heavenly Father through the Holy Spirit. And peace is with you. And yes, life will bring and stress, bring levels of stress to you. I'm not saying you become saved and born again and you enter and engage and experience Father's kingdom and you no longer have stress. No, no, no. Stress comes at clips, like in cycles, right? But we know who we are plugged into. We, we abide and we keep the peace that he has given us. And you treasure it. And maybe that's why you may find yourself or know someone who has displaced the peace and the chaos that has them in freak out mode. Again, where was the last time you had peace? And go to that place and pick your peace back up if it's there. But you got to go back to the last place you had it. See, they were at the top of the boat and peace and a person, Christ Jesus, went to the bottom of the boat and went to sleep. So they could have stayed up top and whimpered and complained and jumped overboard and maybe threw the resources overboard, the food overboard. But they knew that they had displaced the peace and they had to go to break the peace up for peace to rebuke the storm and rebuke the, rebuke, rebuke the water right and this is going to be a hard one again people are going to be grieving and people are especially I was listening to some of the news channels when we got home we got home about 8 o'clock and I had to put a show together about 10.30 and I'm looking at my wife and, and she is um, she doesn't like violence uh, she can't stand children being harmed and can't stand women being harmed. And I just saw her countenance. And uh, our 12-year-old, we have, she's the youngest with us out of six. 
and we just came from the meeting and you know um, she learned a whole bunch at the meeting that we were at and I looked at my wife and I asked her if she was okay and I her countenance was quiet wasn't displaced but you know you can see she was sad she was grieving for these these babies that were uh, massacred they're not lost because you were a spirit before you were born so the babies and I have this question over and over and over um, not given the ability to become saved and born again when they're murdered um, they return to heaven to their our Heavenly Father and watching babe and flipping from the news I just trying to get as much information before I put together the show for the radio side of, of Night Moods and realizing the effect that it is having to everyone in America, maybe not everyone in America, but to a majority of, of Americans. And realizing I had to ask, Father, what, what, what is my position? What is my role? How should I serve those you entrusted me to who are dealing with chaos and peace up here and maybe you have displaced your peace maybe you need to re-engage and plug back in to the scriptures you know I think of John chapter 15 to abide in Jesus to abide in his word and to abide in his love and lastly the fourth protocol in the kingdom to abide bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit And again, life is going to stretch every one of us out. We're all going to go through stress connected to situations, circumstances, and crisis. But when you're connected to the Holy Spirit, you're going to feel the situation and crisis and circumstances. But it's not going to impact you because the Holy Spirit is leading you into truth. So, he is who helps you navigate, deal, and manage through situations, circumstances, and crisis. And you may have displaced your peace. You put your peace down because maybe you became cavalier. Maybe with everything going on where you're living, you've become more relaxed. Or... Maybe you took a hit from the enemy. Maybe you're in a, a, a spiritual attack or under a spiritual attack. And heaven forbid if you're under a spiritual attack, it's time to get out from underneath that governing, lawless, inferior spirit. And get recommitted and reconnected and re-engage, re-experience and encounter and to Father's heavenly kingdom. Find your peace. Where's your peace at? And go there and pick your peace back up and, and hold. You should be holding your peace like a treasure. Maybe treasures of a, a million dollars if that makes you connect better to peace. Or maybe like gold if that makes you connect better to peace. Maybe connect to peace like you connect to your idols. I don't know. But see, these things that are happening, these stressors, when life is 
like ratcheting it up and it's like the frequency of some craziness is just being birthed right now but I want to remind you how much more greater is he who is on the throne that is, than he that is in the world how much more greater is than God is than who's in the world far superior father has not turned his throne shut the portal of heaven closed his glory off to what is happening in creation no again he's in it he has rulership because this is his territory there is a lawless one and maybe father is testing and proving and judging and chastising and possibly could he be cutting off what is dead so new growth forms see how are you looking at the chaos depends on your situation and your position your position did you consider that he is still on the throne that the lawless one and the fallen angels have to get permission to do anything on earth and there's still a lawless one here and there's still free will and there's still sin percolating on seven continents and he is influencing the state of mind and the mindset I mean this 18 year old went into a grade school how much demonic influence to the state of mind and the mindset did he have to come under to do something dastardly with massacring the innocent your peace you need to treasure your joy you need to treasure your connection to the Holy Spirit you need to treasure and see the situations in your life the circumstances and crisis that can lead to chaos see them as the proving ground and for every one of you who has your peace turn the light on so everyone can see you and you can help them come down the mountain come out of harm's way so we can continue to expand the kingdom of heaven there's a lot going on in the world as I say, find a country, you'll find some problems. We got some work to do for everyone who is a believer in Christ Jesus, saved and born again. You got some work to do. And the question is, where is your light and where is your peace? Your light is meant to be placed on the mountaintop so others can make the climb and see how to get to you. And as other believers are making a climb because light is beginning light and so that they're you're seeing light on the ascending side of the mountain and even so when you're descending off a mountain you're still carrying the light so that you can see every step you take going down and the altitude changes right this is a hard one but you can get through it how to find your peace in the middle of chaos. We're going to help you reconnect in such a way that you may never want to unplug. Because this chaos is going to get more frequent. 
is going to want to become more superior. But we serve a superior father who's the father of all creation and Christ Jesus who is the reason why we have victory. So we have victory and all we got to do is be a defender of truth. We just have to defend. It's like being on a football field. You just have to defend so the enemy doesn't score another touchdown by the end of the game. You got to defend like you're on the basketball court and keep your, our opponent, the fallen angels and their coach Lucifer from making any more baskets, right? You got to defend like you're on the soccer field and our opponent wants to score a couple goals. We got to defend. We already have victory, so we're just defending. But if you don't have the proper uniform on, if you don't have the proper connection to the team and the brand and the right shoes and, and, and the right uniform, then you might be off. You might be taken off the field. How to help you find peace in a time of chaos. Stand firm. Go to the place where you lost your peace. Pick your peace back up and keep your peace. And you need to treat your peace like treasure. God gave it to you. Like he gives your life. That's the treasure. Have better care over the treasures that God has given you. be in a better position higher advantage point when chaos comes and when the mountain is billowing and the earth is quaking and shaking you're not being shook your feet are shouted in the ground you have the belt of truth on upon your waist so you can't trip up right and the breastplate is covering your heart so John 14 and 1 can't happen to you. Your heart won't be distressed because the breastplate's there. The helmet of salvation is on your head to keep your your head covered, your state of mind covered, your mindset covered. Your shield of faith is out there to repel the darts of the of the of the enemy. The fiery darts that want to that want to quench and, and penetrate the, the the right the breast the heart because if you if you don't have the breastplate of righteousness spiritually on you're going to have a distressed heart then Jesus said don't have a distressed heart your sword if you put your sword down because you said I'm saved I don't have nothing else to do I'm, I'm cool I'm just going to go work my 9 to 5 or my 12 to 8 God's got me he's got this Man, you got work to do. Part in your peace in the middle of the storm. That chaos is not meant for you. See, you have victory. Jesus gave you the victory. Likened to the chaos that Moses was under or against when Pharaoh was after him and wanted to decimate him. And he had to get to the Reed Sea really, really fast so he can cross. He was in some chaos. He had swells of water as it's recorded on both sides. Imagine being in that, that situation, that circumstance, that, that chaos, and you have a massive Egyptian army wanting to take you 
out and you're hoping that these swells of water don't fall on you imagine that chaos but he trusted he kept his peace he kept his position as a son and you can do the same life's going to stretch you out it's going to bring stress connect to your situations and circumstances and if you're dealing with a crisis it's going to want to take out the state of mind and the mindset because see he's like a little roaring lion this this lawless enemy who is still ruling he is not in the pit incarcerated he's ruling lawlessly he's got to get permission to do anything on earth And so he's coming to steal the state of mind, the mindset. He's coming to destroy the state of mind and the mindset. And he's coming to kill the state of mind, the mindset that he can possess. Because he can't possess the heart. That's Father's domain. That's why the Father has his Holy Spirit in the heart. He gives a state of mind and our mindset for us to have free will right so if your peace is not with you where's the last time you had your peace go back to that place and pick your peace up faith without the corresponding works is dead faith if you're walking around hoping and wishing and praying someone brings you peace he may do that it's his prerogative but see those Soldiers, those disciples at the top of the boat had go to the bottom of the boat to go get their peace that they lost. See, they displaced their peace and they had to get the person. See you on the next show.